for being here, my friend. I'm Vonna Davis, and from my heart, I welcome you to the Midlife Confidence Podcast, the show that will help you skip the midlife crisis and fulfill your midlife quest. I found the key to growing in our middle years lies in managing our own mind. I want to teach you to reimagine your identity and purpose and live a life full of possibility. Join me on a journey to discover your midlife confidence. How many times have you heard the phrase mind, body, and spirit? A million times, so often that it doesn't mean that much anymore. The reason it's overused is because it is an essential truth about who we are. Maybe we can slow it down and unpack it a little and remember how amazing it is to be a being with a mind, a body, and a spirit. We've been living with these three for a long time now, and now that we're getting on in life, all of these have changed. What does it mean in midlife to love all these parts of you, even as they've changed in ways that are sometimes exciting and sometimes frustrating? How can we make sure each part of us is cared for so it serves us well? As a life coach and someone who's drawn to understand the meaning of life and how we can live in the most rewarding way possible, I think about this a lot, and I just become more and more enthralled with how it's all designed for our highest good. Our body, mind, and spirit are so closely connected. It's like a laptop computer. Our body is the laptop itself with all the fancy mind-bending technology built into it. Every part is designed to do a certain job. Computers have four functions. There's input, output, processing, and storage. So a computer has all the inputs like a camera, a mic, and a keyboard. And then all the outputs like a screen and speakers and USB ports to connect with all the other tools. And it has all the storage space to remember the data. And of course, driving it all is the processor. Our body functions in a similar way. We also have input, output, processing, and storage. So we have all of these senses for input, our eyes, ears, skin, tongue, and nose to gather all this information. Then we have our output, our voice, our expressions, our touch and movement. And then driving it all is our brain, the place for thought and for storing all that learning and memory. Here's the thing, all that design engineering in both our laptops and ourselves is absolutely useless without an energy source. With a laptop, energy plus a processor and all that hardware and all those programs, that's astoundingly powerful. We call it computing power. Without electricity, it's just a useless brick. Likewise, our body requires an energy source, a life force. Without that energy, our body is powerless. Of course, water, food, and air sustain life. But I want to offer that our spirit is the most necessary source of energy for life. When our spirit and our brain come together, we call that our mind. Our mind is energy and intelligence working through or within a brilliantly designed brain. Our mind is the place where our body and spirit connect. We hear about our mind-body-spirit connection all the time, but it's only recently that I started to see it that way, that our mind is the connection point. If you see that differently, or if it makes sense to you, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'm open to pushing this idea further along. When you sense your mind and body slowing down, 
it's a good time for your immortal spirit to take the lead. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Let me share how I see our spirits. Many people believe that we have a spiritual aspect to being. Spirituality is usually seen as being part of something bigger than ourselves, seeing purpose and meaning in life. It looks for answers about the infinite, answering those big questions like, why am I here? Where did I come from? Where am I going? And spirituality is also experiences that bring us closer to the divine. It helps us find balance and harmony with the divine, who I see as our God, the creator and father. It's interesting that about 80% of Americans do believe in a higher power or a spiritual force of some kind. So seeking to understand our relationship between the universe and our own being is something that most of us think about at times. Spirituality and religion are different, although they're tied together, obviously. Religion is a system of beliefs and practices about the way to come closer to the divine and the way to fulfill our purpose and meaning in life. I know many people today do feel like they are spiritual and they believe in a higher power even if they don't follow a particular religion. Personally, I do find deep reassurance, beauty, and hope in the religion that I choose to follow. I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I choose to believe many of the doctrines that I've learned and I've had so many spiritual experiences over my life. And I choose to see those as evidence for my beliefs. At the same time, I fully admit that I don't know and I can't prove any of these beliefs. That's the essence of faith. And I support every person's right to choose to believe what they want to about the order and meaning of the infinite universe. I've learned profound spiritual insight from seekers in many different faith traditions. For sure, we're all on a journey of spiritual discovery, and that's what I want to talk more about today. Because one thing about being a life coach is I encourage every human to consider and seek their own answers to these big questions. Where did I come from? Why am I here? Where am I going? And when we get to midlife, we have a lot of experience and maturity to draw on. And it's also a time when we want to make sure that our course for the next stage of life is leading us to what we truly deeply desire. And those are very spiritual issues. So moving on, I'll share how I see our actual spirits. Not just spirituality as a search for meaning, but our spirit as an actual identifiable part of our being. I believe it looks like our body and it's made of something physical, some kind of matter or energy. Our spirit is a conscious, intelligent, individual entity that existed long before we came to earth. Our spirit is the eternal and immortal essence of our being. I believe we came into existence as spirit children of a heavenly father and mother, and we lived as spirits with them long before we came to earth. And then at birth here on earth, we added a physical body to our spirit. And as our brain and our spirit connected, our mind began to function. So now here we are, a dual being, an immortal spirit body clothed with a physical body of flesh and blood. Our spirit is the source of the drive that we call spirituality, that desire to answer those big questions and connect with the divine. 
Now that you have a definition of what I'm talking about when I talk about our spirit, let's get back to our body, mind, and spirit in midlife. In fact, let's consider one of life's greatest mysteries, which is aging. Let's talk about the effects of age on our body, mind, and spirit, and what those challenges are, but also what the benefits are, and what influences those effects. So starting with our body, the challenges of age are well known, right? Our body slows down. It doesn't work quite as well as it used to. Maybe we have less energy. There might even be more illness associated with it. And then on top of that, we have all these cultural fears and prejudices about aging to deal with. There's such a preference for youth, so we might have issues with body image, ageism, and there's just all this bias and rejection of people as they get older that can affect the way we see ourselves. But what are some advantages for a body as it ages? I would say youth is wasted on the young. They don't really appreciate what they have. But as we get older, often our gratitude and our wonder in the creation of a body increases and we just begin to marvel at it. I have such a strong interest in understanding all the systems of our body just because I'm fascinated. I wish I had more time to study it. Research actually has shown that as people get older, they become even more at home in their body more peaceful with their body image, and they feel less competition to meet a perfect ideal. So that's something we can work for. Most importantly, our body is affected by age through two things. One of them is just the advancement of time. It's inevitable. And we all experience the full range of human development. And secondly, it's impacted by how we care for our bodies. We can't control everything that our body experiences, of course, but usually we could make things even worse through neglect, right? So we can do what we can to be as healthy as possible in whatever conditions that we experience. So what about our mind? What are the effects of age on our mind? And remember, our mind is the place where our body and our spirit connect. So our body part of our mind, which is our brain, experiences some challenges as we get older. We know we often have slower processing issues with memory. Sometimes we have a hard time remembering and do more forgetting. We can also be stuck in lifelong emotional patterns and limiting beliefs. Even though it seems like we focus a lot on these challenges, there are some advantages to getting older, even in our brain and our mind. We can grow in deep knowledge and wisdom through our experience. And while we might not think as fast, we can think deeper and broader. An article in Psychology Today tells us that our mind keeps developing as a byproduct of all of these life experiences that we have. And studies have found that older people are better at coming up with different ways to solve problems. They're better at life planning and setting goals. And they have better emotional intelligence focusing on relationships. And these studies have shown that older people are better in terms of controlling their emotions, knowing themselves better, making better decisions that require experience, and having more compassion and empathy towards others. Apparently, as we get older, we can make better choices because we're better at using our prefrontal cortex, which is the part of our brain 
where there's more rational, deliberate thinking. Scans of brains have shown that younger adults usually use just half their brain to solve a particular problem, while older people will usually use both parts of their brains at the same time in a process called bilateralization. I dare you to try that one. (laughs) But tapping into the whole range of our brain power, but using both sides, allows us to make more meaningful connections in a problem or situation. So age influences our mind, and especially our brain part of our mind, through two things. Once again, it's impacted by time and also earthly environmental conditions like stress, medications, environment. And as we just learned, it also develops in positive ways through experience. And then again, our mind is impacted by how we care for it. Studies show that activities like reading, exercise and nutrition, hobbies, new experiences, social connections, and good sleep all help our mind stay more sharp as we get older. As we think about our spirit, how does age and time affect our spirit? As we get to midlife, there can be challenges. We might feel a little lost spiritually. Maybe we haven't decided our belief system yet. We could have a faith crisis. There could be some resentment or unresolved spiritual pain. Feeling abandoned or neglected by God or our higher power because of some life experiences. Or we may have had some spiritual injury through other people or religious systems. But alternatively, we might also be experiencing advantages. We may have grown in our spiritual beliefs. We may have healed spiritual wounds and become more spiritually confident. We may feel like our spiritual beliefs are serving us well, even when we don't know everything yet. And we could be really excited or enthused about our spiritual potential. And I love the word enthused. It comes from entheos, which means God in us. So what influences and impacts our spirits? This is where things get different from our mind and our body. Because our spirits are independent of earthly time. They're eternal. Age doesn't determine our spiritual development. And time doesn't diminish it. Our spirit is ageless. It's outside the realm of space and time. So if there's only one thing you remember from this today, I hope you plant this idea in your mind. That there's this essential part of you that never ages and is immortal. And it grows or declines based on how we care for it, not on time. Our spirit can be fully awake or it can be numb. It can be expanding or diminishing. It can be brightening or getting increasingly dull. If we're having an impoverished spiritual experience in life, we can renew our spirit through patience, seeking, learning, slowing down, being still asking, listening, observing. Mindfulness can be a great tool for healing our spirit. I recently read a book called The Power of Stillness, Mindful Living for Latter-day Saints. I know there are many other resources on mindfulness. This one in particular, there haven't been very many books about mindfulness for members of my church, so I was kind of drawn to that one. 
And the book reminded me that our spirit and our body can be disconnected in life, detached from each other and out of sync. And the authors just encourage us to integrate our mind, our body, and spirit through mindfulness, which can help us have a richer spiritual experience. So when we quiet our mind and calm our body, we can allow our spirit the space and attention it needs to expand. I believe in the possibility that our spirits can grow brighter and brighter through our whole life. Age and time do not dim our spirits. In fact, I believe in reverse aging for our spirits. Our spirit only gets brighter and more alive over time if we take care of it. Our ageless spirit can compensate for limits of a slower mind and body over time because it's limitless. So as we get older, we can let our spirit lead more and more. By leaning in and developing our spirit, we begin co-creating our life with God through our agency and His grace. It's never too late, and everything you learn has value because it helps you become the person that you're going to take into your next life. I even think God gave us this midlife stage to focus on our spiritual growth. Personally, I've come to know the feeling of what I call radiance a connection with God, a glow of peace inside. I don't have it all the time, only when I make time and I intentionally seek it. And I've also come to accept that my spiritual experiences can often still be messy, unresolved, unclear, and I've made peace with that too. My spirit is still just in an early training phase and I have a long way to go, but I'm all in on all of it. If you feel like you want to let your spirit expand, it's time to take a deep breath. Slow down. It's fine. You have all the time you need. You have eternity. So a good way to start is just to ask God, ask the universe, ask your own spirit, what's my next step? And then listen and watch for what comes your way to help you. Let's end by circling back to our computer analogy. Some years ago, I made this connection between computers and my own journey through life, and this is what I wrote. Sometimes I feel like a failing, corrupted computer, outdated by newer models, attacked by malware and viruses, worn out by overuse, slowed down by too many programs running at once, beset by hardware bugs in my design that I can't find the solution to, But although I can't run as many programs at once and I process things slower, I do have some complex and powerful programs built over years of trial and error that sometimes come up with some awesome analysis and solutions. But even when I feel slow or deficient at times, I found that I can connect with the ultimate cloud service, God's supreme knowledge, love, and power. That source is 100% incorruptible engineered with boundless capacity. It contains not limited data, but total comprehensive truth. And it has absolute power to serve every being in the universe, even me, without crashing. I just need to remember to make the connection with the cloud and access it. So to wrap it up, we've talked about how our mind, body, and spirit connect, with our mind being the place where our body and spirit come together. You will often see a mind, body, and spirit diagram with three overlapping circles, but I actually see it as two circles, 
One circle is our body, one circle is our spirit, and that space where they overlap, that's our mind. We've talked about what spirituality, religion, and our own spirits are. And we've talked about time and age, how they affect our mind and body in both negative and positive ways. But most importantly, we realized that time and age affect our mind and body, but not our spirits. Only our own care and attention are needed to expand our spirits. They're limitless and ageless. We have this divine spiritual drive to keep progressing and to perfect our spirit. We sometimes have a desire to reach out to the infinite divine source of life. David O. McKay said, this is a great work for each of us to seek and develop spiritual peace and freedom. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. Do you know that even in midlife, you can live with more joy, more peace, and more power than ever before? As a life coach, I teach people to see the possibilities open to them. In the middle of life is the perfect time to update your mind and how you're thinking so you can make the most of the rest of your life. I'm always happy to talk about what you want in your life and how coaching can help you get it. You can email me at vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com or on my website, midlifeconfidencecoach.com or message me on social media. All that's in the show notes. Take care until next time.